you know you can uh, take a sip while we are recording, right? Yeah, no. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> So we are live. Greetings everyone. Um welcome to another session uh, a pint a pint with Barman Larry. I always get this pint and pint you mixed know, up. You know there's a there's a dictionary it's a, it has a pronunciation which it says pint. <laughs> yeah, I'll try I'll try it. Point. Uh, Point. We're coming Point. live from Malope Bar. Uh, as I said the last time, um, you know, we're literally just visiting friends who own um, mobile bars Zico from their remedy. homes, uh, cooking joints. Uh, we're going to have conversation with them. Uh, that's what the podcast is about. Um, I'm here with uh, Colin the executive producer or the Mfundi Vundla of this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the brains behind uh, uh, Fat Cats. Uh, it's difficult not to mention Fat Cats because we're turning 20 years this year. Uh, the one and only, uh, also the brain behind Ulangaba. Well, I prefer to call him Carl, but uh, he's popularly known as Langa himself. He will introduce us to uh, our guest today, Langa. Yeah, I'm I'm honored to be with the great uh, Isaac Decker. Funny enough, his initials are IT, which <laughs> he works in IT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Isaac Decker. Uh, I mean, we gonna he's gonna introduce himself, obviously, but uh, I've known him for almost uh, twenty years and. He's built Malope Bar. So he'll tell us how to actually pronounce it properly and also give us, uh, you know, as Amos's uh, previous bar had a phrase, this one doesn't have a phrase or a, a name. I think you might just need to pre qualify that Dr. Rebecca Malope has got nothing to do with that. <laughs> It's very important to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Before we go any further, though, at one stage they shared a surname, another surname, a similar haircut. Exactly. <laughs> Remember, and that woman for for all my life I've known her had always had one haircut, and Isaac at one time had that same haircut, you, the German cut. You know, in in some villages they even call it. The Rebecca Malope cut. Yeah. They don't call it the German cut. <laughs> so it's, it's not named after her. <laughs> Though there is some holy water here. <laughs> yeah, welcome, Isaac. Please introduce yourself. Uh, thanks, uh, <clears throat> thanks, uh, Bam and Larry. Uh, it's an honor to host you guys here at the Malope Bar. It's pronounced Malope. Yeah. Malope. So, yeah. Malopi Okay. Yeah. So I think I guess it was easy for me just to come up with uh, you know that name. And uh, <laughs> funny enough, when I was toying with this idea of uh, you know having this bar or g- giving a name, because I mean it's been around for you know since this house was built. By the way, uh, this 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 room here actually it was supposed to be a balcony, so I turned it into a not a, sorry, it's not a balcony, a patio. Patio, yeah. Patio, yeah. yeah. So, by the way, there's a story behind Isaac's house here. He, he, he built it by himself. Yes. He, 
everything here is by hand. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> Which we'll get into it later, yeah, but he's yeah. built this house with his bare hands. And uh, yeah, um, why why uh, the logo? How did you come up with the logo? Uh, maybe maybe let's start with the, the, the inspiration behind okay. the, you know, the bar. So <laughs> just like uh, the famous Mutlaoko bar. Uh, also, this one was inspired by by Ulanga Bar, and uh, I actually have a very interesting story to tell about uh, <laughs> the you know Ulanga Bar's uh, journey. Uh, I mean, I think uh, in the previous podcast it was well documented. The you know the the, the mobile bar service is doing quite well, but when it started, uh, maybe I shouldn't even put the but. So <laughs> the very first gig at Ulanga Bar was at my wedding. Oh yes, in <laughs> Luwa <laughs> Home. So yeah, so I guess Malobi Bar was obviously inspired by that, and then obviously through I think Langa touched on the uh, you know uh, the stress that I had to go through building this house, uh, where I literally had to take over the project like not even halfway, you know just below halfway, and then to you know to completion. So I think through that. Uh, I needed like a, you know a main cave nyana where I could you know. I thought you know with all the blood and sweat, uh, I needed to spend more time here. <laughs> I think that's where you know yeah the the, the whole idea came and uh, yeah it's been uh, good. I think I spent more time you know at Malopi Bar than other bars out there. You know I know a lot of people have like the, you know their local local bar. Or local, you know, or, or favorite clubs that they go to, let's say maybe on a Thursday or Friday. But yeah, no, this is my this is my local. No, I, I must say you, you've really rewarded yourself very well. Uh, this is like the ultimate man cave. It looks to be like in the feathers corner of the yard. So <laughs> uh, very chilled, uh, thatch roof and all. Uh, no, I must say congratulations. I, I think. Uh, it is indeed a premium bar. <laughs> uh, judging by the logo, there's even, uh, you know, coffee there. And you, well, in your life, you, you've won a couple of hats that I know of. Uh, but there's one specific that I need to uh, get more info on in terms of your experiences. Maybe as a, just to give us context, how did you, you know the journey of joining Fed Cats. How did it come about? Sure. Where do I start? Okay. Uh, maybe before I even get to, to to that question, maybe I think I didn't I didn't answer the the previous uh, question. Yeah. Uh, from from <laughs> from, from uh, the executive producer. So the 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 logo, uh, I gave a brief <laughs> to someone, and then he delivered, and that someone happens to be <laughs> Langa here. Yeah, I said Langa. Okay, this is the name. You know, you're, you 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 are a creative person. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not good when it comes to such things. So, and then he delivered. I think he delivered like three samples, and then I I went with this one. And then uh, maybe to answer your other question around, you know, <laughs> the premium uh, tag. I don't I don't really think it's premium. I mean, you can see we you know it's a humble vibe. Uh, we we having courts. Uh, you know, I know there's a draft machine over there. But uh, no one has a draft machine <laughs> at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Their own personal draft machine. So that qualifies as premium. 
yes, <laughs> an actual pint. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we do. S- I, 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 I love my coffee as well. So hence, uh, you know, the the, the coffee, uh, you know, the coffee cup is part of the, you know, the, the logo there or the design. So I yeah, I remember you said coffee, beer, and wine. Correct. Yes. And are those still the same things that are served here? Yeah. So what if you want a spirit? So a single malt. I see somebody brought a order mister here. Hey, hey, hey. When last did you see an order mister? Order mister. Yeah. Peppermint. The the our host, our host. Uh, this is a gift from the from the host. Okay. Yeah. I I think when 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 he dropped it off now when he gave it to me. His words well, it's getting a bit chilly in the next few weeks, so here's okay. something to warm you up. Ah. Yeah, when it gets chilly. But yeah, uh, we we do serve coffee, uh, uh, wine. I've got a, a humble wine stand uh, <laughs> over there, uh, decent collection. Yeah, and then uh, coming to to to, to spirits. Yeah, we we do have serve spirits. I'm I'm not big into you know spirits, but I do have my moments. Uh, uh, I love one specific uh, uh, whiskey, mm. uh, Lafroy. Ah. Yeah. So every now and then, when I have a little bit of extra cash, I'll you know spoil myself with one yeah. one bottle. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, on special occasions, then I'll have a total two. Yeah, Lafroy is uh, drunk by Tabombeki. Yeah. Yeah. I, s- I still have a bottle that I bought in Botswana. Yeah. Uh, from our tour in I think in 2014. Yeah. It's still halfway. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, and then uh, the draft machine uh, I got last year, uh, I think around July. Uh, actually, yeah, from a former colleague. Uh, I, I've always been looking for one. I know longer we, we spoke about it. Uh, I always wanted a draft machine in, 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 yeah, at, at Malopeba. And uh, yeah, this friend of mine happened to be you know supplying this. And actually bumped into an ad on, on, on Instagram. And when I clicked on the link and then emailed for, for for inquiry then this guy responded and we started chatting and he said oh wait is this Isaac Taker I said yeah and then I said okay I look at look at the signature Nick is that you yeah okay cool so I happened to work with Nick like, oh so it's some, someone you worked with yeah I know. worked with oh, at, okay. uh, another bank yeah uh, in my previous life so yeah and then I finished the deal and yeah yeah uh and then, yeah, maybe coming back to your question, how I joined Fat Cats, uh, it was through uh, my homeboy, uh, Ephraim Mamabolo. Uh, actually, at the time, we had a team at Standard Bank. So we used to play in the same league as Fat Cats, uh, in Modern Fontaine, corporate league. Uh, back then, yeah, very competitive league. Uh, I think, yeah, Standard Bank, we were probably always in, in the top two. If we don't win it, then we come second, we play in the final. Uh, which I can say is the same about Fed Cats at the time. Uh, yeah, they were the whipping boys. And uh, if he was playing there, uh, no, Geeks had not joined. Geeks was playing for another team as well. So uh, Ifraim uh, recruited me. Uh, it actually took three years because I thought, no, I'm not going to play for this team. I mean, they're always losing. and but the one thing about them, I mean, they, they, they knew how to have a good time. I mean, after the game, you know, they'll be chilling there you know, with their cooler bags and you know, looking all cool. And whereas some of us, after the game, five minutes, you drive out and, you know, go do your other business. So I like that about the uh, Fed Cats. And 
So yeah, three years later, then uh, uh, I joined. Actually, I joined via. Uh, so Ifi and and and, and Lisiba here have, had a, were part of uh, the media league team at the time. Uh, can't remember which uh, news newsroom or newspaper it was, but yeah, they rec- recruited me in, into that team, and then uh, that's how then you know most of the a couple of guys that were playing for Fedcats were part of that team as well, and then eventually then I joined Fedcats. So yeah, that's how I joined Fedcats football. So I suppose uh, <laughs> Fedcats. You know the name itself. Uh, <laughs> judging by what you've just described, I remember w- when we first uh, sent a couple of runners to f- comrades. So I, I did the f- we did the first support. So there was a point where no, I actually I think it's the second comrades. I was supporting with uh, uh, Mr. Bengu, one of the <laughs> Fed Coast directors. So this lady is on some. Everyone who's running past in this fat cat vest does not look fat. <laughs> but after looking at the two of you, I suppose that's where the name comes from. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, folks, believe it or not, but uh, Mr. Teka here is one of the founding members of the now highly successful uh, fat cats athletics Um he actually has got a very good story to tell uh, on how it was found. And it's, I think it's quite uh, befitting if you consider uh, the 20th year of the movement uh, to tell that story. Because it's, it's actually one of my favorite stories as well. Tell us, you know, how this uh, Fed Cats <laughs> athletics came about and, you know, yourself as the inaugural chairperson. Yeah, sure. What a yeah, what 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 a story and what a journey. You know, looking at the uh, Fat Cats AC where where they are now, uh, you know, from those humble beginnings. So, yeah, I think it was back in twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen, yeah, twenty fourteen. I think that year, early in the year, we myself and Luambo, Camille, uh, we 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 ran. Uh, a night marathon in in, in Job CBD. I think it was called the Nike Night Race or something like that. And uh, I yeah I I had never ran a, a marathon. Sorry, it was not even a marathon. It was like uh, I think a 15k uh, throughout through the city. And I had never ran that you know that distance before. Or I decided to join Luambo. He he had he had been running a couple of races and it was quite you know nice and. And after the race, I remember, I think we sat at the, at the Nando's. I had my Van Duke Lager there in Kota Chikib. And we had a chat. And why don't we, you know, uh, start a, a running club uh, for, for, you know, under the Fed Cats banner. And, uh, yeah, and then we took the conversation, obviously, to a couple of, uh, you know, the Fed Cats members. Uh, the likes of, uh, you know, yourself, uh, there. Siba, you know, Mezosti. And, uh, yeah, then I think we never looked back then and started doing some research and, you know, how do you register, you know, a running club. Uh, went to, I think we had a, uh, had a call with the CGA, Central Routing uh, Athletic, and just to get a brief, because their website didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, info. Uh, so, yeah, we set up an appointment and... I remember very well that day, 
that afternoon. I think it was uh, the five of us. Uh, Self Ludere, Nisiba, uh, Amos, Mananyeto, uh, Luambo Kameli. Uh, who else was there? I think it was just the five of us. Yeah. Made the trip to 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 Jamestown, uh, Jamestown Stadium. That's where the CGA offices are. And uh, yeah, I think we half an hour, an hour earlier for 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 our appointment. And there's this. Uh, Doji looking uh, pub at the stadium and <laughs> old school pubs, yeah, yeah, yeah. with of course, yeah, there's one that music playing, right, eh? yeah. yeah, I, was, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, <laughs> do they keep cups for guests, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know what, let's go have a, maybe a cup of coffee there while we wait. Obviously, we couldn't have uh, anything alcoholic because I, I think <laughs> it was quite a very important meeting, so we needed to go in there, you know. Sober minded, literally. <laughs> so yeah, and then we knocked, and then yeah, there was a, you know, someone that uh, assisted us, and they served us with this like, you know, those cups that you find in the room divider back at home, <laughs> and the teapot, matching teapot, yeah, and uh, and it was not like your premium, you know, let's say your cappuccino or anything. We I think it was like we actually had a re-coffee. Re-coffee, yeah, yeah. re-coffee, and, old school uh, re-coffee, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it was quite a, I think it was a chilly afternoon as well, so that helped. And also to calm us a bit as well, you know. And uh, yeah, we had the meeting with CGA, you know, explained all the, you know, the, the requirements, filled a couple of forms, and then that's how the, yeah, FedCat uh, Athletics Club was born. And then, uh, yeah, I guess we never looked back uh, since then. You know, we, we ran a couple of uh, in, initial races. We, I think within a year, we already had, uh, I think, f- six six people running comrades. And yeah, Luamba Kamil was one of them. Michelle. Uh, OG. OG. Well. OG, OG Mulefe. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it was, it, it was great. And it's, it's good to see where, you know, how the club has grown over the years. And... To be honest, when when we started, uh, I don't think any of us imagined how big uh, FedCat Athletics, you know, would, would would be. You know, I mean, it's one of the top athletic clubs in in, in the country, not only in in, in Gauteng, but throughout the country. And I mean, we have people running international races as well in a FedCat, uh, you know, uh, vest, which is which is which is great. Actually, that's well. One of the, if not the best, Fat Cat story to tell, uh, beside how the whole movement was started in, in, in 2003. And it's it's quite befitting that, you know, during this 20 year, uh, call it anniversary, we revisit such moment so that we we never lose track of uh, of what we were about as, uh, as a movement. And you, you've had quite a journey in Fat Cats. Uh, well, I'll be very deliberate into uh, digging into this fat cat's journey because amongst what I'll call it circle of friends and, and, and cats at large, y- you always uh, come across as this person who's, who's very deliberate and specific uh, and, and pay attention to details, you know? I mean, you, you even have a Gear to slaughter a sheep. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how detailed you are. No, no, no. Yeah. Serious. Yeah, he does. 
like an outfit. Yeah, he's got shorts and old Timberland boots. Yeah. And a sleeveless. He always wears that when he's slaughtering something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. Yes. Yeah. I can imagine you, you would have that. Yeah, yeah. it's very, what, yeah. what's the word? Debonair, uh, not yes. the pizza It explains a lot, yeah. It, it does, explains a lot. And, and uh, currently, uh, in, in the football movement, uh, y- y- you are the technical director. And, and uh, I'll be honest, I think when the appointment was made, I was probably one of the most excited people because... You you always call it a, an encyclopedia of football in terms of you 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 capture moments where I will ask you about this other youngster and you can tell the journey from if you know that person from under seventeen into how they grew into where they are at the moment. What 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 are some of the programs that you want to implement? Uh, in the current Fed Cats, considering, you know, w- w- over the years we've always battled with um, succession. Um, it's always the old topies who are always popping up season after season, and some of them are playing into their 70s, uh, if you don't consider <laughs> the age football. So w- what what some of your, you know, things that you consider implementing in the current football structure. Uh, and and partly considering that we recently appoint a fairly young coach, which is something very refreshing in, in, within the Fed Cats football uh, uh, fraternity. Yeah, no, th- thanks thanks uh, for, for, for that question. Uh, so a technical director role, role uh, you know, in a normal, I'm not saying Fed Cats is abnormal, but in a in a in, in a structure where you you're running a professional football club, so it's obviously someone that oversees you know the whole technical, you know, uh, let's say development and implementations of uh, you know let's say playing models and you know how the coaching or technical stuff is structured, and obviously I mean with the new football, because I mean we we as Fed kids I mean we travel throughout not just uh, the country but you know neighboring countries as well, you know when we go play there. We want to compete and we want to win as much as I mean football. We we we're all about you know, uh, you know, it's social. We just want to play and have fun and you know chill with the the the, the, the opposition after the game. But you know when you walk onto that field, you you, you want to win, and you know, you want to leave a mark as well after playing that uh, you know that match. Actually, I I like what you just said because it 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 sort of speaks to. Um, where the movement is currently. Um, at 20 years, I, we have to evolve and, and do things differently and, and also speak to who we are at that particular time. And, and you know, if there is such a document, I think, uh, what do they call it? For ease of inducting new members, they already know what Fed Kids is about and not discover it after joining you know it's yeah i i i truly appreciate that uh, concept and when i walked in um we we had a small chat about yeah go on sorry 
we had a small chat about uh, your green hands. <laughs> this is like one of the few houses in in the call it the Transvaal, <laughs> where the grass is always green, even in winter. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've earned the strides <laughs> of, you know, you deserve land because you can work the land. <laughs> There's even a very impressive vegetable uh, patch there to feed the household. Tell us about that element of your life. <laughs> Farmer <laughs> tech. <laughs> Are you gonna give me land after this? Yeah, no, the, the, we'll the, work the, on the it. Space, the space in the front is not enough. Yeah, I'll I'm, look. I'm running out of space. Yeah. Once we get a sponsor for the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> we are the first on the list. Well, first we'll get. We each gonna get ourselves some drafts <laughs> machines in our houses, like this. These impressive draft machines. Yeah, no, the the the, the farming side of things, I think, uh, yeah, it comes from the the family. Uh, my mom and my 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 late father. They used to to farm back uh, in the village. Uh, but I was born. I was not born in Lwakhomwe. I was born in Khamatabat. Uh, it's a village. Uh, it's about forty-five k's from uh, Lwakhomwe. Yeah, that's where I was born, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a farming village. Uh, so every every household. Yeah, Tega, please have a drink there because your your mouth gets dry. <laughs> Yeah, some beer there. Yeah, never yeah. forget to have a pint. Yeah, yeah. Never, no, no, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, every every household uh, at the village uh, had like a piece of land where where they they they'll farm uh, from subsistence uh, kind of farming right through to to commercial. You know, so or half subsistence, half commercial. Uh, yeah, growing up. Uh, so yeah, I, I I remember fondly. I mean, we used to go work the the, the land, and uh, we also had some uh, uh, livestock, uh, cows. Uh, we had goats, uh, chickens as well, and uh, yeah, I used to head the, the 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 cows, and uh, yeah, that, that that's how I grew up. And uh, the 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 food that we ate came from the the, the, the soil. You know, so I remember fondly. I mean, tomatoes, uh, spinach. Onion, and obviously depending on the season as well, uh, millis, millis, and uh, yeah, we had a couple of banana trees as well. As you can see, I'm trying to excuse me, I'm trying to replicate <laughs> a little bit with a little bit of land that I have here. I have a banana tree here, and uh, I've got a small vegetable patch. Uh, got some tomatoes, uh, some chilies, spinach. And uh, obviously, depending on the seasons as well, beetroots, onions as well. Uh, it's not much, but uh, also, again, I mean, I'm trying to teach the little ones as well. I mean, the food that we eat is not all coming from the shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, uh, hence, um, yeah, like I said, with the little piece of land that I have here in front, I, always, I try to replicate that and also use it as a, a you know, a, Learning tool for for the for, for the little ones, yeah. Yeah, uh, um, you, you know, they say there's a vendor proverb that says, "Literally, without land, you can't do anything." And you know, land is just uh, just about owning owning it. You also need to know what to to do with it. And 
yeah, moving right along. I think there's also a few bicycles floating around in your yard. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't know if you're trying to be a modern day honest uh, Lance Armstrong or <laughs> something <laughs> totally different. What do you do with these bicycles? <laughs> uh, yeah, so cycling. <clears throat> so I, I I took up cycling during COVID. So you you, you all remember I mean, uh, during during lockdown. I shouldn't say during COVID during lockdown. Uh, due to COVID pandemic, so you know we couldn't. I couldn't go uh, play football. Uh, at one stage, I couldn't even go to gym, so I had to find something to exercise. I mean, I think by uh, between me and my wife, we, we, she tried a few things here outside, meds, yoga, and all. That, but that's not that's not my kind of uh, exercising, you know. So yeah, so. I actually went to Facebook Marketplace. Uh, I was lucky enough to find the the, 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 the mountain bike that I have at the moment. Uh, lucky in the sense that I got it for a very, 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 very good price. Because, you know, these bikes can be quite expensive. So there was a company, actually a, a hotel uh, in Kempton Park, just as not yeah, not too far from the airport. Actually on a piece of uh, plot that's got some like, uh, game, game, game animals in it. So they were trying to introduce like a ride through the, the you know the, the, the property, then you can view or some, some you know some of the game animals and you know also get to exercise when you're, when you're staying over at the hotel. So obviously with the, the COVID pandemic, that never kicked off. So they had to sell, sell those bikes. So yeah, I was lucky to get I think they had about five. I was lucky to get the, the, the last one at a very, very good price. And yeah, then that's how I took up uh, cycling. And obviously, I've been uh, inspired by uh, another friend of uh, ours, when well, uh, Tabo Mamatsila, TP. I mean, he's been cycling uh, forever, and I always, when I tell people, I always say that this guy is a pro. I mean, he's, he's, he's a pro cyclist, and he works part time, you know. But it's the other way around. But he's so competitive and good at it. Uh, hence, I always refer to him as a pro. So, yeah, then I took up cycling. Obviously gave TP a call. Hey, TP, there's this bike. Okay, what's the model? Okay, check. Okay, I send him all the details. No, proper bike. Go for it. I got the bike and then I started cycling and and yeah, I got to enjoy it. And then uh, the lockdown uh, is the bit, and then we were able to go back and play football again. So I sort of like slacked the bit on the cycling part because I mean again, what I found out, cycling and football. Just like with the running, because at the stage where I was running for Fat Cats Athletics Club, uh, I couldn't play football as well because my legs would be heavy and it was difficult to do both. Yeah. So yeah. that's why at one stage then I just quit running and because I mean my first love is football. So yeah, I found the same with uh, cycling as well. Yeah. Then I went back to football. Then yeah, unfortunately in 2022 I had a. Serious injury. Actually, my first serious injury. I mean, I've been playing football forever. And this was my first serious injury. Uh, I tore my ACL. I had to, you know, go under the knife uh, ACL repair uh, operation. Uh, it was done by an old man called 
Dr. Dan Duplessis. Yeah. Very, 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 uh, you know, experienced. Mkauber. I can't speak to you, call him Mkauber. <laughs> Sounds like a, a, a yeah. former rugby captain for the Springboks. Actually, he played for the Springboks. Ah, the, see, old, the old Springboks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the men, and yeah, they, he actually specializes in sports, uh, you know, uh, uh, college physio or yeah, injuries. injuries. Yeah. Because when you, when you get to his uh, rooms in, in at, at the Grundloof, yeah. uh, live Grundloof, I mean, it's pictures of him and uh, ex-rugby players, ex-football players, current rugby players, current football players. So when I walked in there, I knew I was in the right hands. <laughs> so I was, at first I was a bit you know, nervous, but then yeah, when I started seeing all that, and he made me you know, uh, at ease as well. So yeah, and then I had the operation 31st of uh, September. Remember very well. Went well. I was amazed with the the technology that they use now lately. I mean, if I show you the the the, the scar, actually there's not even a scar. That's how advanced uh, you know this uh, medical procedures are this this day. So you know, after a few days, I mean, obviously I was on crashes for a couple of days. I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. I had a brace, and my knee had to be uh, you know straight for for a couple of days. Uh, in in other words, nea tega tek. Just like his, his initials, IT. Yeah. Yeah. Then I recovered. I think uh, well, I started uh, uh, working properly or without uh, the, the 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 crashes. I think in late October, early November. And then I also could uh, start driving again as well, and then uh, then I started doing physio. Yeah, I did my physio here at the uh, Hospital. Uh, uh, the lady I forgot her name. The physio there, very helpful. She throughout the rehab journey, and then transitioned into uh, uh, bio, which is the last part of the the, the, the recovery or the the, the rehab uh, with Tato Tato Mika. She happens to be a part of Fedcast uh, Athletic Club as well. Very good, very she's 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 brilliant as well. And yeah, I'm I'm doing like one session a month now. But uh, since even while while I'm still with the the, the physio, uh, I actually I'm feeling better now. I mean, when I go to the gym, I get onto the bike. Can I get onto my bike and start riding again? I yeah. said no. If you feel good, go for it. And yeah, around January, then I started cycling again. And uh, yeah, so I actually gradually started increasing the, the kilometers as well. Uh, recently, I'm on uh, 50. The, the the plan is to get to at least the, you know the 70s, the 80s, and then do one or two races. And because the ultimate goal is to do the 94.7 at the end of the year in November, yeah. But you you recovered first. fully now. Yeah, I think I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay. I'm, okay. I, I think I've recovered and. Although I'm still seeing the the bio, uh, there's a couple of uh, she's giving me a program as well that I'm still following, okay. but I'm cycling as well. So, but I, I think I've recovered. So I want to be that person that says, "Can we bring it back to this bar?" Because I have so many questions uh, about the bar. Uh, interesting life story, Isaac. But let's talk about this uh, contraption here, which is the the keg, right? We you said. It, you can hire it. Is the, yeah, that's the, the first part. Then, 
obviously uh, we're in the theater of radio or podcasting so we have to describe it to everybody because everybody when they think about a keg they, they look at the typical one that you find in a bar but this is actually a fridge a bar fridge that they have uh, popped a hole on top of it and put in a beer keg tap and then the actual keg sits inside and that's what keeps it cold so it has to be cold all the time uh, in low shading uh, stage six and seven you you will drinking warm beer like the manchester united defense but is that it and then how much does it cost and is it easy to get this in your own home yeah uh i think you described it quite uh, quite well yeah uh, that's basically how it's structured. yeah fridge cake goes inside and then there's a tap on top and it's got wheels, by the way, at the bottom as well, so you can move it around. So a mobile keg. Yeah. <laughs> In a mobile bar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, th- this guy Nick, he hires them out. He's actually he's rent to own. Okay. So after eighteen months, it's mine. I'm no oh. longer paying the. So by the way, it costs nine ninety nine a month. A month, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, after eighteen months, then uh, it's yours for keeps, and actually, so the keg. Initially, I thought the 999 includes the, the, the cake as well. Yeah. So, the first two months, the cake is free. So, Nick will drop off a, you know, a cake and then... 30 liters 30 of any liters. beer you want. Yeah, any beer you want. Yeah. Yeah, but be not it, any uh, beer. So, let's, be, let's also be specific. Cakes don't come in any beers. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get your castles and your stellas your vendukes your vendukes yes yes those ones yeah, yeah. so that's your commercial your ones commercial ones and yeah. then as well as your craft uh, okay uh, cake so yeah. so i think the first the first one that i had was uh, uh devil's peak and then uh, the second one i think nick recommended some craft beer i forgot the name but it was quite nice as well i think uh, anyone I that came through here yeah, tasted it, it and yeah, it enjoyed cool. it yeah and then uh Obviously, yeah. After tasting the the craft uh, beers for a couple of months, uh, I decided to go back to what I <laughs> what I'm used to. Uh, I'm I'm a Venduk uh, person, so uh, the current one that we enjoying today uh, is Venduk Draft in there. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I think during so over over over, over December, I had my <laughs> uh, my family over, cousins, uh, sisters, brothers over and uh, yeah i think we had i i i had one craft that was still i think halfway and then i had a venduk another full venduk uh, uh, cake as well i thought you know gonna finish all of them but yeah we, they, they couldn't i don't think so they, the Dega family yeah they're not too, <laughs> too much into drinking uh, <laughs> draft <laughs> Yeah, they can't all take a take at once. Exactly. <laughs> they 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 love their wine and and spirits. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. I think it was only the three of us: me, my brothers, and my two brothers and my cousin that were drinking the beer. Yeah. And how long does it last? Um, like a thirty liter, because they all come in thirty liters. Yeah. So thirty liters is like uh, can I get sixty glasses? Ne? Yeah. Sixty five hundred mil uh, glasses and. I, nah, it, it lasts quite a while because I mean I don't drink every day so it also depends if I come to visit yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 you know when the two of you come visit then you know I, the I, I, I know I know it is gonna go because 
another thing you can't have it uh, in there for more than three months yeah yeah so it has to be done in like uh, you know that that period otherwise then it goes off so yeah i'll have a i'll have a pint maybe once during the week and then maybe weekend when i have people over then we'll have a couple uh yeah but it's, it lasts it depends as well you know how many people you have you know during that period over but yeah people enjoy it and uh yeah it's always nice to be beyond tap it's always nice and refreshing yeah i, I actually based on that statement about the three months i've taken hint uh, i think i've been taking too long to to come visit uh, from now on, I'll, I'll need to make sure the cake does not last. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't go to waste. No, it doesn't go to yeah. waste. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, yeah, we are almost at that point where is it? Is it the second or the last question? Yes, two more questions, and I I have one where I know last time I was here, it was a workstation here. Yeah. And I know a lot of people they've converted their patios into bars. Do you also work from home sometimes here yeah? in your bar? Yeah, n- not a lot of times. Eh? I prefer I've I've got, so one of the stresses that I was going through was building the study room as well. So that the study room that I have it didn't exist on the original plan. So it was just an open uh, uh, balcony. So I decided to yeah uh, build the study room there. I've desk, you know, my monitors. So it's a it's a nice setup. It's like I'm in the at the office, and obviously I mean yeah, they they've got quite good good Wi-Fi as well, uh, Ethernet line and everything. But even now and then it gets hot out there because the the roof is actually made of steel. Oh, because uh, it's got the what do they call it? Uh, this dome looking thing that's open and open sky. That okay. open sky. Yeah. I forgot what they call it in engineering terms. We have engineers here, but they'll they'll explain yeah. it after. Yeah. yeah. But okay. anyway, but so the thing on, on the side is balanced by st- still uh sheets. Yeah. So in summer it gets quite hot. And you'd have seen uh, the other day I was posting a little fan that I bought, a USB fan. Yeah. Yeah. But then when on, on very hot days then I, I come chilly because I mean here thatch roof. I can open up this uh, you know. And then it's, it's yeah the Wi-Fi is still strong down here as well, yeah. and over again when I have people over during the day, I mean I always uh, open it up as well. If people want to come work from here, they welcome, and the table is quite uh, large, can fit probably maybe six people. And, and one thing we forgot to touch on is uh, an 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 interrupted power here because <laughs> Degas off. Off grid, semi off grid, semi off grid. If you can call it, it's got an impressive inverter system here. Like, like I said in my earlier narrative, he's very detailed about how he does. Things. Yes, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, well, on this one, it's more, it's more of an observation than a question. Did you notice, Langa? This is another CD player. Oh yes, seconds. Uh, Bar we visited, yes, and they're still stuck with uh, CD players. And that <laughs> one is is like a jukebox. It's unique. I saw it uh, earlier. Uh, it looks like those old vinyl players, but inside it plays CDs. It also plays vinyls, apparently. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. And I saw a TV game as well. <laughs> <laughs> then old joystick TV games. <laughs> is that to keep you busy or is that for your young boy, Isaac? <laughs> no, it's, uh, I bought it. Uh, but <laughs> obviously, I, I, I play with him uh, sometimes. Uh, they, I mean, they used to. I've got an Xbox as well, so he plays more on the Xbox than yeah. the whole TV game. Because that's what I, something that I grew up you know, playing. Yeah. I mean, some of the games. Yeah. I, I didn't have a TV game, by the way. I used to play the, those games at the shops. You know, yeah. you used to have those machines at the shops yeah. where you pop in like uh, 20 cents and you could play a couple of games, both Double Dragon. Yes. You know, those Kung Fu Master. Yes. So I have all those games here on this TV game. So hence, yeah, I bought it just to joke my memory back and then show the little one as well. Hey, growing up, these are the kind of games that I used to play. And then the CD player or the multiplayer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something that I got recently. Uh, yeah, it's something that I've always wanted because uh, it can play CD, it can play cassette. Even cassette. It can yeah. play vinyls. <laughs> and you can pop in a USB uh, stick. Okay. You can pop in a SD card. Okay. So any form of no, uh, it's media. Yeah, it's a multiplayer. So. Yeah. And yeah, I had I had not played my CDs for for quite a while, and actually I had to go look for them. And uh, today I was actually just playing CDs. Yeah, we're actually dusting the CDs and wiping yeah. them off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're sitting somewhere. I I think I've not I had not played them. I think in seven years. Sure. Yeah. And the quality is still good. Yep. Yeah. I didn't need to put them in the freezer and <laughs> or get the sanitizer <laughs> to clean them up. No. Yeah. I just pump them in and they yeah. played. That's the beauty about CDs, yeah. 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 Let's close it off, Larry. I mean, Larry. Well, uh, uh, I'll call you IT. Th- thank you very much uh, for hosting us today and uh, give us a bit of insight on on your, you know, your journey with your bar and and, and 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 life in general. It's been a very uh, insightful and a worthwhile conversation to have. And we got to know, you know, the other side of you in detail. And yeah, it was an experience. And I hope, you know, you continue to thrive in all areas. And uh, we'll definitely be here more often uh, to make sure the pint is held uh, (laughs) nothing goes to waste Uh, so um, as per custom uh, apparently I have to end with a joke (laughs) and now (laughs) my joke is about I think it's R32 not necessarily 80 Um, it's got to do with you know the, the podcast itself is a public address system of some sort so uh, this is one of my favorite jokes about pilots so uh, you know pilots after taking off addresses uh, the entire flight this is flight one two three we're flying at such and such altitude uh, the weather so and so and then he forgot to switch off the mic (laughs) 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 And and then he tells the co-pilot will know, actually, this is the perfect time to have a cup of coffee. And then the, the flight attendants overheard him saying uh, he needs coffee. And then after saying coffee, 
he goes on to say, actually, coffee goes well with the BJ. <laughs> and then <laughs> the flight attendant is rushing to the cockpit. And then the guy sitting by the cockpit is like, please don't forget the guy's coffee, yeah? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> 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 and she was like rushing to, to tell him that he forgot to do something. <laughs> it had nothing to do with his DJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, awesome joke. Is, is this podcast podcast uh, rated 18? <laughs> no, it is definitely. definitely. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. Uh, we'll play with uh, one of Isaac's uh, favorite song group or group music group Ladysmith Black Mombasa <laughs> yeah, I never tell people who we're playing out with but yeah you got to be that one yeah <laughs> thanks guys don't you meditate sing don't you meditate I send a to tell you that I want to meet you at the station